The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Paul and I both like that uh, thing called Love by Johnny Cash. And I looked it up this morning because I didn't know this. Uh, I've got it on a Jerry Reed album. Jerry Reed wrote it. And Thing Called Love went to number two on the charts for Johnny Cash. And Elvis also did a version of it. Here's a little bit of Elvis's. Six foot six, stood on the ground, weighed 235 pounds, but I saw that giant of a man brought down, released by love. And that ties in because today is the 45th anniversary of Elvis passing away in his bathroom at Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. I've actually gone down to Memphis and taken the tour twice and never have to go back again. A couple of years ago, I heard they were building a new Elvis-themed motel right across the street because to take the, the tour at Graceland, of course, you don't park on the property. You parked a couple blocks down the street, and they had a shuttle that took you in. He had a racquetball court that he had built after he bought the place. Also, he did some of his karate. And now when you go take the tour, that's where a lot of his awards are set up. Now, back to the gun thing. Q2 didn't have it. Color 8 didn't have it. Gazette didn't have it. It happened too late. Apparently, from what I'm seeing on Facebook, uh, we had a couple people get shot at the fair last night. Uh, this gal posted, pray for the two victims at the fair. I witnessed, witnessed the shooting. Both have minor injuries. Glad nobody was killed. But, of course, my first thoughts were this. You guys already own metal detectors. <laughs> yeah. And doesn't seem to bother people to go through them to get into concerts. But they... They took away the game where you shoot the star out of the middle of the paper because it's too dangerous. It's too violent. Yeah, it just sends the wrong message. God. Oh. And, of course, we won't know anything about it until later today. I know the fair is a big social thing for the junior high and high school kids. My daughter was there last night, and I haven't talked to her well, that's something new at the fair since 1978. Yeah, you, you were complaining yesterday. Yeah. We don't have anything new. Yeah, it's something new. You know, probably mad dad to pay 12 bucks to get in. And it was buddy night. <laughs> so there you go. It was, well, this, these were two buddies that were obviously not getting along. No, apparently. <laughs> last night, somebody shot somebody else. Yeah, I got a text message this morning saying the same thing. <clears throat> That's going to hurt attendance. Yes, it is. Going to be a lot of parents don't want their kids going back. Yeah. Well, hey, like you said, we got metal detectors, and uh, they can walk through, get into an entertainment venue. You know, you walk through metal detectors when you go to ball games, football yeah, games, right? Baseball games. It's just the new thing now, and it's the way it ought to be. Yeah, you just walk right through them. Uh, no biggie. Because they uh, they want your they want your kids safe at a concert. <laughs> they just don't want them safe at the fair. So what what kind of sense does that make? Controlled entrances. There's mm-hmm. only like two you can get in. Right. Easy to set up. Easy to set up. Walk through them. Well, you can give us the line we always get from the schools that 
turn down the, the free metal detectors that we were buying. Well, we don't have anybody to staff them. Yeah. Well, but you're right. Do. Well, don't worry about it. Hope they got somebody to staff the hospital then. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just it. Don't put them up out there then. Just use them. That's a great message. We only want you safe. That's a new slogan for Metro Park. <laughs> we only want you safe if you come to a concert. Anything else, you're on your own. Well, kind of what it is. Sure. Because at a concert, there's large amounts of people that are enjoying the entertainment that Metro has to offer. <laughs> they can't defend this. And it's just like our, our policy in school district, too. We just hope it's going to be okay. That's right. Wake up every day. Let's cross our fingers and hope today is not our day. And now that we've had a shooting, mm-hmm. it's time to put those metal detectors down there at the gates. Yeah. Let's just put them there. You got them. Set them up down there. The fair is a different world uh, down there anymore. The fair is is not reflective or uh shows you the true picture of what billings is made up of i don't know where these people come from you want to see the difference because i've done this it's been a few years Uh, a couple times i've gone up to the lewistown fair because uh the music act they brought in to see that Mm -hmm. and you don't see those kind of folks at the lewistown fair yeah i i don't know where these people come from they come out of the woodwork and and everybody always says that where where are these people all the rest of the year? You never see this this group, this clientele down there. Where are they? Uh, I don't know. It would be interesting, too, to know the income level of everybody that goes to the fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a demographic type thing. Um, but it's, it's different now. It's the fair. Well, I would guess. I would guess... Uh your demographic is going to be lower income yeah. because for a lot of these people, uh, it's not like they're taking cruises no. or going to Mexico for no. their, for their big vacation highlight. No, but they could for what it costs to go to the fair anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, quit, it costs it. Quit eating out as much. Don't go to the fair. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how much money you have. It's not, uh, it's not Betty Jean and Thelma Lou, uh, in a fierce, pie baking competition anymore to see who gets the blue ribbon um it's uh you know the iowa state fair started uh last week i i was uh, on my combine and i heard and it's the most one of the most famous ones and largest ones in america and uh that's an event every year and uh draws people from all over the place but you know you guy you're just a couple Disc jockeys. jockeys. <laughs> yeah. Whenever whenever somebody disagrees with us or tells us we're wrong, that's all you are. As a disc jockey. There aren't disc jo- there are no disc jockeys anymore in America. Mm. There, there just aren't. You know. Uh breaking new songs and playing records and mm-hmm. th- those that's what disc jockeys were. I um, haven't been I have been invited to work a sock hop in quite a while. No, no. <laughs> no. So, uh, here's a gal that posted last night, just got home from the Montana fair. Someone got shot in one of the ride lines. And what we saw was people running towards us saying someone got shot in the line. 
So the worker of the ride that my son was on wouldn't stop the ride after I demanded. He was arguing with me. Probably wasn't a gun, just a loud backfire. I don't care. You stop this damn thing so I can get my kid. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, God, if I'd have paid 10 tickets, <laughs> keep that thing moving. I want my money's worth. Hey, well, everybody's running off. Can I just go again? <laughs> right. Do we get an extra round this time? Hmm. Not good. That's not going to be good PR. And uh, But keep in mind, too, folks, you walk along the rim, you're up there walking your dog like two weeks ago. Guy comes up, pulls a gun on him, mm-hmm. robs him. Uh, happened out on the West End day before yesterday or over the weekend. I can't. I don't even know what the hell day is. Tuesday. It, it, didn't we have another casino robbed while we were off too. Yeah, probably. Um, and keep in mind, folks. Just think, and I brought this up before. Just think where we would be if everyday honorable, law-abiding citizens were not able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. just think just think how many burglaries robberies things there would be every day knowing that a society and a citizen was not able to defend themselves was did not have the right to bear arms right just think where we would be every day it be it be like that batman moving movie i'm telling you when they let all the prisoners out and they just went through the, well it would look like a black lives matter rally mm-hmm. nothing Nothing protests injustice like a 70-inch widescreen TV when you're running out of a Walmart store with it. Or a a set of new Michael Air Jordans. That's right. You're making a statement there about social justice. Um, Just think where we would be. But I don't get... uh, I, I don't I don't get the... It's important to assure safety at a concert and not at a fair. Right. Uh, maybe that has something to do with the promoter or the concert guy themselves. Oh yeah, the artist the artist will ask for that. In yeah, the you know, I mean, Cheryl Crow would want everybody just to, to, to use one little piece of toilet paper, <laughs> one square. She ain't never had my Aunt Betty sloppy joes, Mark. As Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> That's would say, yeah, one square only. Uh huh. Well, and remember, you know, for a while, too, and I think the Eagles still do it. You can't go to an Eagles shot unless you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. E- Eagles concert. You know, so the artist can, can yeah. dictate most everything. Right. right. Your Eagles aren't going to make my medical decisions. So, uh, I see Lloyd Austin, our defense secretary. He's got COVID. Everybody in the Biden administration who has been double vaccinated, double boosted, double shot, they're all getting COVID. You know why the CDC, though, lifted their restrictions, folks? Um, And you probably didn't hear this, but it happened while we were gone. But the CDC, they lifted all the restrictions, you know, on COVID in America now. Tables don't have to be apart. You don't have to stand six feet from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me. You're in my space, (laughs) you witch. (laughs) God, you know, uh, six feet, please. Where's your mask? You know, all that crap. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all gone. All gone. Got rid of all of it. Don't need to do it. And why not? Well, CDC last week came out and said they figure now um, 95% of all Americans, 95% of all Americans, this is what they said, have some sort of immunity either through vaccination 
or or they had they had COVID in one form or another that gave them the immunity. Hmm. Now let's think about that for a while. Hmm? Let's think about that. So we have a hundred million people who got vaccinated or however many it is, you know, it's around 50 to 60%, I think, is what they said. I could probably go to John Hopkins and look, but just for the purpose of discussion. But you still had 150 million people in America who did not. Right. And they said 95% of America has immunity. So that means that 150 million of us out there, or however many, we had a cold, we had a sore throat, we had... Uh, laryngitis, we had uh, stuffed up, plugged infection, sinus type thing, didn't feel good for a couple days. We had it. We didn't tell any of the inbred Democrats that we had it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got immunity to it. And we went on. And that's what a lot of the scientists and experts said. Natural immunity is better than imitation uh, immunity. And... um, and so the CDC said since 95%, this is their number, not mine, since 95% of America is has an immunity one way or another, didn't need to do it anymore. So now here's my next question. If 95% of America has immunity in one form or another, then why are they going to come out with the new vaccine and and suggest everybody then get that one. Mm-hmm. When they know that natural immunity is better, they know that uh, it's going to be a tough sell. Going to be a tough sell. But Lloyd Austin's got it. The defense secretary. Well, the four shots he got didn't defend him against COVID, did it? No. Um, well, and, you know, the numbers you're talking about, I got to tell you, of all the people I know, and you and I know a lot of people, an incredibly small percentage of people I know had COVID. Yeah. Or they did, and they didn't even... Right. Yeah, you and I could have had it not known. Hell yeah. We we had the sniffles and scratchy throats and stuff, and and uh, believe me, folks, in this control room, if Mark gets something or I get something, guess who's getting it? <laughs> Just a little deal we made about 35 years ago. The other one of us. Yeah, you can't avoid it. No, we're four p- feet apart, and we spit on each other for five hours every day. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. I mean, that's all there is to it. Trial is underway in Billings in a challenge to three laws that the Montana Democrat Party argues are aimed at making voting more difficult for Native Americans and young voters and elderly people with disabilities. You know, you Democrats are absolutely right. When the legislative session took place and they got together, Somebody proposed that we make a law that makes it harder for elderly Native Americans and others with disabilities to vote. That's what they did. And and only the Democrat ones. <laughs> now, you people are so stupid. So there are no there are no Republican 
Native Americans. There's no Republican young voters. There's no Republican people with disabilities. Nope. Democratic Party said it was only for the Democrat Native American young voters and elderly with disabilities. You see how racist Democrats are, folks? This is racist. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you why. Because Democrats don't think that elderly people with disabilities and Native Americans can figure out how to vote like everyone else can. This is this is, shows you how racist they are because they're not concerned about non-Native Americans who live far away who can't vote. They're not concerned about young voters who live far away or elderly people with disabilities who are conservatives who cannot vote. They're not worried about them at all, are they? No. No, they're not. And nobody ever calls them out on it. So, so what they're saying is, trial is underway for those three groups so the democratic party is saying that non-native americans people who aren't young midlife middle-aged older and people don't you all have figured out how to vote (laughs) these other three groups can't figure it out and they need us the democrats to help them that's what you're saying and you're wrong they're smart people they know how to vote Mm -hmm. they know how to vote see you got to throw it right back in their face. They argue the bills eliminate Election Day voter registration. Okay, then answer this. How could the other 645,000 people in the state of Montana, how were they all able to vote on time that day prior to the election? How were they? So the laws were in place for those people. They were all able to apply abide by the current laws and get their vote in why weren't these other groups able to why are you only picking these other groups as not able to get their votes in hmm why were they not able how were all the other native americans able to get their votes in on time how were all the young voters if anybody knows how to navigate a system register online (laughs) it's a young voter Uh how were they not able mark to figure out how to vote. These people can figure out how to make Alexa answer all these goofy ass questions <laughs> that you and 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 hook up stuff. They they can do all of that, but young voters can't figure out how to register to vote on time. That's what the Democrats said. Are you young people listening to this? You see how much credit Democrats are giving you and your brain? They don't think you as a young voter are smart enough to figure out how to vote unless you have a Democrat help you. This is what they think of you. See, you have to read this and understand it. It changed voter ID requirements for college students and banned paid collection of voted ballots. Paid collection. Paid collection of voter. The only way, folks, that we can vote as a society is to pay people to run around and collect ballots Mm -hmm. and drop them off. Now, nobody else needed to be paid. We had 635,000 people in the state, Mark, that didn't have to have their ballot collected by a paid person to pick. They were all able to do it, but the Democrats think... That elderly young voters and some Native Americans, they can't figure out how to do it. Shame on you, Democrats, for thinking that. Shame on you. They know how to do it. 
And how come the Democrats, the inclusive party, the party that wants to include everyone, how come they're not concerned about the Latino population in the state of Montana? Apparently. Why? What about difficult voting hurdles that Latinos in Montana have to overcome? Why aren't the Democrats helping them? Why do you hate Latino people? <laughs> Why? Huh? How about the Asian population in Montana? No mention. Why is that why are they not concerned about how difficult it is for some Asian people or the homeless? How about the veterans in Montana? Why? Why aren't they in your group? Why didn't you pick them as a group of people that need extra help voting? No. No, we're not going to pick them. We've picked three young voters, elderly people with disabilities, and Native Americans. Those are the ones that can't figure out how to vote, and we need to help them. You people are sick in the head. Sick in the head. They know how to vote. These people know how to get their Social Security deposited in their bank account Using direct deposit. Mm -hmm. They signed up. They entered all that. But you know what elderly can't do? They can't figure out how to vote unless a Democrat helps them. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Christy Jacobson, Secretary of State, requested the bills as Republicans change voting laws nationwide following the election about the false claims that President Trump and his supporters said that the election there was fraud. That's not false claims. It's been proven all over that there was fraud. Dead people died. Secretary of State's changed election laws. Governor Bullock went to an all-mail-in ballot election that wasn't even approved by the legislature. Supreme Courts changed rules. They extended voting hours. All those kind of things that cannot be done according to the Constitution. That's fraud, folks. Drop-off boxes. People bringing in votes from New York City. Closing polling places. Uh, so observers couldn't watch them count the votes. We saw it all. It's right there. That's all. Fr- nope, not gonna. If we tell people a story, a lie long enough, it becomes truth. Mm-hmm. It becomes truth. Shame on the Democrats, though, for leaving so many people out of their extra <laughs> efforts. To get them to vote, shame on them. See, as Republicans, we want all people to vote. We want everyone to vote, and we want the rules to be the same for every single person. That's the way it ought to be. That's why they set them. We don't want special rules for special people. No. The Democrats, they're jumping up and down. Nobody is different under the law. That's why they were, except for voting. (laughs) Right? You people are so stupid. We all should be treated the same under the law, except for voting. Then we want special considerations for certain groups only because we're racist and we're bigots. That's right, folks. It's the truth. They're not doing anything extra to help those other populations I just told you about in Montana. Not one thing. Only these groups. Only these groups. God. Talked to Carol yesterday. Those rooms went like that. So they're both gone uh, for the flakes trip. You know, we'll be out here probably in another couple weeks, won't we? I, September. I think we're at the den. I think so. Yeah, to kick off the flakes uh, season. Give another trip away this year. 
Our great police chief, Rich St. John, talked about the shooting yesterday. Hey, Mayor Cole, why don't you come in? I'd love to <laughs> I'd love to play a game of laser tag with you. <laughs> and and you could try to talk me out of blasting you with my laser. You know, less less lethal methods. Right. Talked about the shooting. Gave the man every opportunity to surrender, put down his firearms, protect himself, everything. He started making suicidal comments, told police he's going to pull the gun on him, kept reaching for his waist, never touched the gun. They had told him, stop, put your hands up, get to the ground, don't touch the weapon. Doesn't matter. He made a series of grabs at his waist. Three times he touched his waistband, didn't grab his gun. Then the fourth time he started to pull it. 73 times, folks, he was given orders and failed to comply. Hey, Mayor Cole. (laughs) Mayor Cole. 73 times. Mm -hmm. 73, Mayor Cole. You think that's enough? You think that's less evasive? 73, 73, let's look at this. These policemen who have wives, sons, and daughters, just like you and I, go home every day, mow their grass, put their feet up on their couch at night, watch baseball, go to Little League games. They had a man who was threatening to kill them, and they gave this man 73 times. Folks, Mayor Cole, they took 73 chances of losing their life. 73, you yo-yo. 73 times they took a chance that they could be killed. 73. You think that's enough? You think that's enough, Mayor Cole? 73. He failed to comply. Billings policeman shot the man once in the abdomen. He dropped the gun. They applied first aid, taken to the hospital where he remains. Carrying a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. Semi-automatic handgun for you liberal, for you liberal people who cover gun articles. (laughs) Every gun in America damn near since the musket has been Mm semi-automatic. Even the Colt, the original Colt, when you pulled the trigger, guess what was in position to shoot again that one that makes it a Mm semi-automatic and semi-automatic is not modern day warfare weapon Mm -hmm. that only chinese and military people have this has been around for hundreds of years well and technically it's an assault pistol an assault pistol (laughs) semi-automatic all guns semi-automatic that way except for bold action and muskets Mm -hmm. that's it that's it there are a lesson in guns for you. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D, RoadsideEventCenter.com. The police chief praised the restraint of his officers, as he should. 73 times these brave men that protect our streets took a chance of losing their life. 73 times, folks. 73. 
No citizens or officers were injured in this shooting. Thank God for that. The third time this year, suicide by cop has factored into the event, which makes it even more dangerous, folks, when people want to die and are ready to die. That's right. There's nothing more dangerous than somebody that's got nothing to lose. That's right. At the end of the day, the number one priority is public safety and officer safety. And he's absolutely right. But Mayor Bill Cole wants to give the criminal the benefit of the doubt and try to find a less evasive way after 73 of those. So another stellar job by our law enforcement officers here in town who every single day are challenged. Yeah. Every day. They have to be right 100% of the time or they're dead. Mm -hmm. Or they're dead. And your mayor, your mayor's got a different approach. There was an attempted kidnapping at the Missoula Fair. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Young child was grabbed in an attempted kidnapping. The Western Montana Fair Friday. According to Missoula police, child's parent was taking a photo of them when a male picked up the child and ran with the child in his arms. The man was pursued by police, set the child down. He was arrested. Police were informed and alerted because of his behavior at the fair earlier in the day. Two days before that, he was arrested by police on suspicion of assault with a weapon, animal cruelty, and other charges. Two days before, but he's back on the street. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they'll keep him in jail this time or... If somebody up there who's trying to get on naked and afraid will protest (laughs) downtown and ride their bike nude in front of the police office with a daisy in their mouth and saying, unjustice, unjustice, Uh release the man, smoke a bowl or something. That'll happen there. Hey, many Christmas. I wonder if that man, folks, it'll be interesting and you won't find out. But I wonder if that man has any history of drug use in his background. Yeah, chances are. At all. And what did he start with? You know, you know, you can learn a lot from that kind of stuff. Uh, but the press denies to cover it. Right. This is not some guy that probably just up and quit his job working the stock market. Right. You know, they, they deny. And uh, they, they learn a lot of that about that kind of stuff. But you don't get that kind of information. You know, it's funny, they, the information they can gather from things like that. When Jake was home, and uh, <clears throat> Jake's wife is uh, an ER doctor, and she's finishing up her residency as an ER doctor, and uh, y- you want to hear something it's almost a commercial for them. But when people come in and they're in uh, major car accidents and things like that, rollovers, all those kind of things, people at the ER, they always ask, they always want to know uh, what kind of car you were in. And they collect data on this. And one of the ER doctors <clears throat> that his wife is working with and uh, I, I don't know if this was in Los Angeles or uh, Palm Springs or anything like that. But they have never, get this, they have seen some major, major auto accidents. You can only imagine right. out there in Los Angeles. And so, when I went out there and took Jake to California, where I do never want to go back to, mm-hmm. 
I saw five semis on fire between Salt Lake City and L.A. on the side of the road, Mark. I thought, five. this is, what the hell? It's like Vietnam. Five. We saw five burning up people honking the horn. God, get it over the side of the road. Mad at them. On fire, burning. But anyway, back to the original story. Mm-hmm. The people at the ER, they they ask these people, come in, you know, and, you know, what what were you in? What were you driving? And the one lady who has been at the ER, I think it was in L.A. or someplace for like 20 years, said that they have never, ever had a person die who drives a Mercedes. Well, that's something. Never. She said, I've been in this ER for 20 years. And she goes, anybody who has ever been in a Mercedes and they have been in the most horrific wrecks have never lost the life of a person who's been in a car wreck in Mercedes. I mean, we're talking even things head-on collisions, folks. Major rollovers, everything at 60, 70 miles an hour, and they have not died. You know, Mercedes has always had the reputation for the safest car in the world. They, right. That was one of their things. And this lady told them, we have never had a person die in a Mercedes. Now, sure, a lot of us, you can't afford a Mercedes, but there's different there's different groups. But that's what the lady told them. And, and um, you know, they, they see things in the ERs. But I thought that was a very interesting thing. Uh, that would make a great commercial for Mercedes-Benz. Yes, it would. They've always... Uh, They've always had the reputation. God, for years and years, even even 50 years ago, folks, Mercedes-Benz always talked about how safe their automobiles were. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that for 50 years. And uh, the emphasis on safety for... And this woman who works out there, may I'm sure there have been some across the country. Now, don't get me wrong, but in their particular area out there in L.A., and there's probably quite a few of them out there on the road. They have never had anybody in that particular ER that had ever been in a wreck in a Mercedes that did not live. I thought that was uh, an interesting tidbit. That's just something that regular disc jockeys <laughs> can share with you. Or or you're not going to get the story today from a disc jockey anywhere in America about the people that Democrats do not want to help vote. No. Because you got that this morning, no, too. That's, that's, that's a Flakes exclusive there. Sure. And that's what they're doing. They're telling you all the people that they do not want to help vote. And today is a big day, folks, for Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sing along with me, would you folks? Leader of the Republican resistance to former Trump, if there is much. Cheney's team is bracing for a loss. Win or lose, the 56-year-old daughter of former vice president is vowing not to disappear from national politics. She's contemplating a presidential bid in 2024. You should completely hold, do that. Hold on a, a second, Mark, would you? Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Dear God, please take my leg. Take my arm. I'll lose my ding I don't care. 
please God, have Liz Cheney run for president in 2024. Have her get the nomination. Please, Lord, I promise I'll eat right. I'll go to bed early. I'll never kill a fly again on my countertop. She's still hopeful that the polling numbers are wrong. Oh, polling numbers are kind of like ratings for radio stations. If you're not number one, the the ratings are wrong. Landon Brown, a Wyoming state representative, said it'll be a crying shame if she does lose. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Now, see, this is typical AP, folks. AP is covering the Liz Cheney story, and and they talk to everybody in the story here that supports Liz Cheney. Fair. Accurate. Uh Uh-huh. The damn truth. Uh Uh-huh. They don't talk to anybody who opposes her. No. Nope, not in this story. Not in this story. We'll see what happens, especially since the FBI conducted an unprecedented raid of a former president's home trying to somehow prohibit one of their biggest political foes from ever running for office, using a national police agency to dictate the people's choice. Isn't that something? That's why she's going to lose even greater than she would have last week. And Lisa Murkowski's up for election in Alaska. Now, the way their voting laws work, though, she's going to make it. Because the top four candidates in Alaska, regardless of any party, Mm -hmm. they advance to the November election. That's why, folks, I think... Montana needs to change how we vote on our representatives because the vote that the, you you know, when they vote on a national issue, the Western District of Montana with Ryan Zinke and Monica Turnell, their vote still impacts us in Eastern Montana. Technically, you're right. It's on a national level. We should vote for our top two in Montana that are up for representatives because they're representing our state as a whole on a national level. There's no, Folks, there isn't any national legislation that only is directed towards the Western District of Montana. There isn't any national legislation. Well... We're voting on the uh, on the Freedom Reduction Act, but that one only affects Western Montana, not Eastern Montana. No, all the issues they vote on affect the whole state. Same with Rosendale. Mm-hmm. What he votes on will affect the people in the Western District. Why shouldn't they have a say? They should, and that's how we should do our election in Montana. The top two. The top two. Anyway, Murkowski will probably survive because they'll take the top four. Uh, there are 18 opponents running that won her seat up there. Sarah Palin's also up for election today. She's trying a political comeback. She's running for the House, uh, trying to qualify. Their representative died in March. He was 88 he was Alaska's lone House member as well. So uh, she's running again. They're hoping in Wyoming that enough Democrats switch over and vote in the Republican primary to help Liz Cheney out. <laughs> that's what they want. That's that's what they're hoping for. So not 
not voting based on character, qualifications, right. uh, uh, accomplishments. No, no. Voting on how they can rig, how they can rig a primary mm-hmm. by switching over and voting in that primary. It's to me, folks. It's like an illegal shift in baseball. You gotta have two on each side of the infield. Right. That's why they're going to change that. But um, so we'll be watching it today. The polls open at seven a.m. We have word in today that KCTR News, Cat Country News, is going to call the election at seven o one a.m. this morning. <laughs> so be sure to listen for that one. Uh, We are going to make the call. We are going to be the first ones in America to make the call at 7.01. We're going to beat KTV COVID Mm -hmm. here in Billings, Color 8 News. We're going to make the call. We're going to put our reputation on the line today, and Mark, and we are going to make the first call ahead of CNN and everybody this morning at 7.01 a.m. We will make the call today because what happens if we're wrong? What happens if we're wrong, like CNN and all the rest, that we're all having orgasms on the air the night Hillary Clinton won the election? Remember that? Because they they had handed it to her before we went to bed. All made the call. Nothing happened to them. So I'm going to make a call this morning at 7.01. Stand by, folks. You don't know what that's going to (laughs) be. We will do deep analysis Mm -hmm. of all the precincts and polling numbers that we have and make the call this morning. Do you have that music again? Uh, leaving on a jet plane? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's a good one. Good stuff. I she'll become a lobbyist in Washington. Um, she'll she'll get some gig there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll still parade her around as as the voice of America. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's how politics works. Yeah. So I wish we could have got her in on the air. Mm-hmm. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.